Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Wolves at Denver, gross. Worst game of the weekend, by far. That's why it was on Sunday night. For East Coast fans, you're probably... In bed. It's 1 a.m. It's 1 a.m. on the East Coast. No fucking shot. Everyone knew that it was going to be bad because the game went off at 10.30 West Coast time. 10.30 East Coast time, excuse me. Half the country was sound asleep by halftime. You're not going to see Kings Warriors in that death slot. You're not going to see Clippers Suns in the death slot. You give it to Denver. Here are my takeaways. Playoff Jokic is here, and he's really good. Playoff Jokic is different than anybody else. Playoff Jokic is very different than himself in the regular season. He had 13-4-6 and six in 28 minutes, and he fouled out with the Nuggets up 20. But in the first quarter, first half, they just went to him time and time and time and time again, facilitating perfectly, sweeping the boards, going up against multiple seven-footers, and just being the MVP that everybody knows he has been. So second, another point is the Nuggets are just really, really good. The Nuggets are really efficient. They have multiple guys that can get you 15 points. Aaron Gordon had 13. Porter had 18. Jokic, 13. Jamal Murray, 24. He was kind of the leading scorer on that team. And KCP with 15. Bruce Brown off the bench, 14. So it was probably the most balanced scoring effort of any team in the playoffs this year. And you don't need a guy like Nikola Jokic to go off for 40. You don't. You have guys along the way that can help you with 13, 12, 15, 17 along the way. Really hard to beat a team like that. If you have to defend every single player and there is no weakness and they can all shoot and score, that, that's tough. 
that's a really tough team to beat. And then, you know, I think the thing somebody mentioned to me was like, wow, a Michael Porter Jr. is a wild card. And I said, well, I think this is a team full of wild cards. You never know what you're going to get from MPJ, but you also don't know what you're going to get from KCP. KCP could give you five for six from three, and he could also go 0 for nine from three. Day to day, the Nuggets are like night and day. Thirdly, man, the Wolves, the Wolves are, they're just not themselves. They played two playoff games already. They might have been gassed coming to Mile High in Denver, but I, I don't really care. This is a team with Rudy and Cat on the floor that does not make an ounce of sense, and we know that. Rudy got ran off the floor again. He was in negative 28 and 27 minutes because the Nuggets exposed him. Carl Anthony Towns was better, but listen, this roster is getting exposed. They, they miss Jaden McDaniels. They miss Nas Reed, and I'm not really sure that they can keep up with this Denver team without that defense. The series is going to be over fast. Game three is the key. Nuggets can win against the Wolves on the road. It's probably night-night sleep mask. So, Celtics-Hawks, another one that's going to be over fast. Is the series over before it started? Celtics blew the doors off the Hawks in game one. They built the lead of, like, 20 fast. And in the process, served everybody in the NBA that the Boston Celtics are back, right? That they actually are, especially with Giannis going down, maybe the team to beat in the East. Three takeaways, Trey Young sucks. He's terrible in playoffs. He just really is. Whatever his point number is, when you're betting him, just take the under every single time. Is The fun levels are at an all-time low for poor Trey. According to Dan Greenberg, how bad is it? Trey Young versus the Celtics guards, well, versus Derek White, he had 31 possessions, six points, and went two for seven. Versus Marcus Smart, reigning defensive player of the year, 16 possessions, five points, two for six shooting. Versus Malcolm Brogdon, Two possessions, zero points, zero for one shooting. There is nobody that he can score on. Derek White's probably a shoe-in for all defensive NBA team. Brogdon has a defensive rating of 112.6 this year, which is about the same as Derek White's. I have no idea how Trey Young is going to be able to get loose. Second, the Celtics are going to dominate and manage to dominate the Hawks despite the fact that Robert Williams was a non-factor. He was... Legit the only player on the roster who had a negative plus minus, minus seven. And this was despite going six for six from the field. I don't think he's the same player, and I do not think it matters against a team like the Hawks. And Boston doesn't need him to beat Atlanta. They're 100% going to need him to beat the Sixers. But, oh, boy, listen, the Hawks feel like they're in trouble. If Trey continues, thirdly, his run of mediocre play in Atlanta, does this mean he's getting traded? I don't mean to be Wojanowski right now and like move forward too far, but Quinn Snyder is a good coach. And he was brought on to suss out whether Trey Young is the, the future point guard for this team. And they do feel like they have some major issues to contend with because they've got DeJounte and Trey. If Quinn Snyder wants to build this team to be beating the rest of these Eastern Conference teams, like the Celtics and like the Sixers, and I just showed you all of his stats that were boo-boo. What, what is he going to do? This series could be over in four, and Trey Young could be moved to some random team in the offseason. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Knicks versus Cavs, what a fascinating matchup this is. I think everybody expected it to go seven, and I think it still will. Knicks stole home court right out from under Cleveland with performances from their star, a gutty game from Julius Randle, but also Josh Hart. Josh Hart is so good on this team. That first-round pick that they had to give up to get him is worth every single penny. First off, the takeaways that... It was just that. Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart are like peas and carrots. Hart was 8 for 11 for 17. Brunson went off for 27. That's 44 for two guys uh, in the backcourt that went to school together at Villanova. Like When you can get that, it's really hard to beat somebody when Hart is coming off the bench and giving you 15-plus. Jalen Brunson had the ball on his hands for the final minute, and there was some timely offensive rebounding that went into the books. For a Knicks win, but listen, you also had a timely bucket from Josh Hart. They're not the most talented team, but boy, did they find a way to scheme to make Darius Garland uncomfortable. They just bodied him, secondly. They they made life so uncomfortable for Darius Garland, trapping him the entire game. They forced him into five turnovers, and he had 17 points on 7 for 13 shooting. He was just a wounded duck. Just a wounded duck. Josh Hart, Emmanuel quickly, and and Garland didn't put up a single shot in the second half. So I think the Cavs are going to have to figure out a way to fix that. They apparently say that they're going to be more physical in game two because Darius Garland said the refs let him play a lot. However, the refs change game to game, folks. He said, we need to hit first and see how the refs react instead of being punched in the face and just laying down. We're going to see how that turns out. The last takeaway is that Donovan Mitchell is worth every single cent. He is him. He single-handedly brought the Cavs back. Almost won them the game, too. They didn't have any business being in the game, but Donovan Mitchell had 38, six threes, and without him, I think the Cavs lose by 20. Well, without him, the Cavs aren't even there. The Cavs are probably just a play-in team that just gets bounced. I think there's a good chance this, this series goes seven. Net Sixers. I mean, this is like the Wolves versus the Nuggets. It's a mismatch. Uh, we kind of knew it was going to be. We were hoping that... There was going to be a role player like Mikhail Bridges who could help you compete. But when P.J. Tucker is hitting early threes, you know it's going to be a bad night. The Sixers, I think they won every every single quarter. I think they did. Three takeaways from the game. Joel is, is activated playoff mode. He's really, really good. The box score doesn't look like he did anything, 26-5-3. But he was throwing his body, body around with reckless abandon. The Nets have no answer. They have no answer for, for Joel Embiid. 
Nick Claxton, you're too small. Joel can facilitate around you. It is hard for anyone to defend Joel Embiid, which we know. The problem, though, is that he took another bad fall. Every time that happens, the entire Sixers fan base just <gasps> gasps. This time, this time Embiid seems fine, but I, the more he hits the ground, boy, the more likely he's going to get hurt. This version, secondly, of James Harden is very dangerous. Harden had 23 points and 13 assists for a game high of plus 20. He was the most impactful guy on the court. He's probably one of the best passers in the league And after really a different renaissance of him being the best scorer in the league. His transformation, I think, is just very impressive. As long as his hamstring, his Achilles, his feet hold up, I think that this team's dangerous. And thirdly, I don't care that the Nets are getting blown out. Mikael Bridges is him. Mikael Bridges is the man, too. He had 30 like clockwork. Every single game, he's seemingly putting up 30. How good is he? I think that there are now multiple fan bases that want to give up four or five first-round draft picks for Mikael. He's a number one option. He's very, very good. He's, he's probably close to being an all-NBA player. At 30 and 5, playing elite defense, if the Nets keep him, and they're already calling him Brooklyn Bridges, so I feel like I feel like they do want to keep him, they're going to need to add another star around him. Uh, I don't see this series going long, so I don't have a lot of things to say, but the Nets are going to need to figure out something, defending the home court well against the Sixers, and they're always one injury away from disaster. 